This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. And today, I am joined, as I always am, by my good friend and fellow man-child, Ricky Widmer. Hey guys, how's it going? And today, on the season finale of season one... I can't believe we're already at the end. It feels great to be back, right? Yeah. It, it, it feels does. great to be It back. feels great to have had one season now under our shoulders. And of course, Official Rick, season. Of course, Ricky does what he always do, and he cuts Mark off. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. Uh, it, it, it feel, in case you didn't know, we, we had episodes before. This is the reboot. This was it. Maybe you just started listening today. Mm-hmm. This was the reboot. We officially declared this season one. Everything else is prologue. Doesn't really matter too much. Uh, and for this one, we read The Batman Adventures, Mad Love. Now, you might be wondering, what is this book even about? Am I going to be interested in it? So let me give you a very quick rundown. So the Joker's out there trying to wreak havoc again, trying to finally kill the Batman. And of course, as he always does, Batman finds a way to stop him. So the Joker finds, goes through all of his plans to try and find that one that is going to finally kill the Batman. And Harley Quinn... All she wants is some love because all you need is love. And she's not getting it. She's not getting any. So she realizes the one thing holding her back from her beloved Joker is the Batman. And she is going to go on her own and finally find the way to kill the Batman to finally impress her lover and have her happily ever after. Yeah, and this is one I mean, it it's point like it's kind of we got to read something about Either Harley, at first we're like, oh, do we read a Suicide Squad one? Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know what, I got this one at home that kind of goes along with Harley Quinn. So we kind of pulled this one out for, uh, as you guys are listening to it, hopefully tonight you're going to see Suicide Squad. Yeah, you can you can listen to this on the car ride there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say one thing, it is a little different than everything else, especially if you've been listening to the whole season. This isn't actually a graphic novel. It's just a 64-page special one-off. Yeah. Essentially. So it's a, it, we feel like the thing about me and the, re, the reason why I love graphic novels is because it's a self-contained story. Mm-hmm. And this is a self-contained story. So yeah. we felt it was still appropriate. Well, I mean, it fits to what we're doing. The best way I describe it is because it's the illustrations of it are exactly like you would see in Batman the Animated Series. After I was done reading it, I just said, huh, feels like I just watched an episode of Batman TAS. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And for for good reason, too, uh, because you have it being written by writers of the animated series, you know, and Batman Beyond, of course. Uh, and it's just it is exactly that. It really does feel like the show. Uh, and it's nostalgic, I think, for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully for some of you out there, too. It's nostalgic. If you've never seen the animated series, you definitely need to go do it. 
uh, or Batman Beyond. Either one is oh, is worth we, watching. We need a Batman Beyond movie, but that, that that's a di- that's a different that's a different podcast altogether. Yeah. Uh, so so it's good for for those of you who this might be your first time listening to a graphic conversation. Let me show you how it goes. We're gonna talk about this book first. We're gonna be in spoiler free area. This is spoiler free territory. We will not ruin anything. We will stop and we will warn you when it becomes spoiler time. When we enter the spoiler zone. And we'll let you pause. We'll let you go ahead and read it. You can come back, and then we will go on. If you don't care and you don't mind if things being spoiled, fantastic. Stay with the conversation. Uh, we'll we'll do all our stuff. We'll talk about the book. We'll discuss. Blah blah blah. In the end, we will give you our review, our rating of the of the book, and, and let you know if we think you should read it. But I think both of us right now are gonna recommend that you read this book. No, no, you had like. This is one to me where it's not one of those ones where you're like, whoa, top five greatest things I've ever read. It's just one where you're like, man, did I have a lot mm-hmm. of fun yeah. reading that. It's just a fun, quick, easy read. Uh, and with that being said, here comes Ricky Winmer's mm-hmm. question. Ricky, who is this book for? Who should read it? Well, first off, I'm going to say if you are like me and grew up on Batman the Animated Series and can remember watching it and... Got you have the box set at home, and when you watch them, you kind of revert to your kid self and just being totally excited about the cartoon. This is right up your alley. The illustrations that's one of the best things I loved about this were the illustrations because it was right on, it was exactly with what the animated series is. And I mean, that's what you're going to get when you get a Bruce like Bruce Tim's behind this. Mm-hmm. If yeah. Bruce Tim's behind it, first off, the story is going to be great as any kind of uh, cartoon movie for DC that Bruce Tim has done. And you know it's going to be direct to the source material, and this one was the animated series. Oh, for sure. And I think this is not something that everybody has to read. But if you are a Batman fan, if you... You know, love the animated series. If you just want something quick, this is a good thing to read. If you're like, hey, you know, I, I also think if you're on Comicsology or something like that and you're like, man, I got 30 minutes to kill, mm-hmm. let me check this one out. Um, and with that being said, too, if you want to get a different look at Harley Quinn, I think this is good, too, because this is all about, this is all Harley, about Quinn. Harley. Yeah, and I mean, that's the main reason why I picked. And I'm going to say I picked this one mm-hmm. mostly because I just had this one sitting at home. Yeah. And I had never read it. And funny how I got it. Some The next girlfriend gave it to me. And I'm like, oh, I've never read it. Mm-hmm. Let's read this one. And I'm glad that we read this one for Suicide Squad because who's the main focal point of the movie, it, se- or it seems? Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we'll we'll see how much the relationship matters. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're listening to this on any day after well, yeah, the day the, it came out, you the, know. Yeah, this is coming out yeah. just the Friday. Boom, we come out in the morning. Well, we should be coming out right now in the morning and you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. But tonight it is, well, for me because I work, tonight yeah. it's all about going and seeing it. Suicide Squad. And that's the one thing in this, I know that kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know what, that, that's for the spoiler free. Well, I'm, we'll I'm get forgetting to it. how we do things. So, 
first of all, let's say we're getting close to spoiler mm -hmm. zone. This one's short, so I mean the non-spoiler. Yeah. We we have not, not a lot much to, to talk do. about besides it's a great read and it looks exactly like the animated series. Yeah, the the quick things I will say, Ricky, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, first impressions uh, when you first start reading, but also get to that. After you get to, I don't know why I did it in this order, after you get to what your expectations were coming in. Oh, my expectations were, it was going to be an, like, my mm -hmm. expectations were met. Because looking at the cover, looking at, kind of just like flipping through it, you knew it was going to be like the animated series. And when I first started reading it, like, it took that first page, I went, okay, this is going to be exactly like the animated series. As I started reading the Joker lines... You kind of read them as Mark Hamill. Well, I couldn't read it out loud because I read this while I was at jury duty. But you kind of read them in your head and it's like, okay, Mark Hamill's coming out now. Mm. Got to read them like Mark Hamill. And then you got to read Batman like Conroy. And it's like, it, it just, it the source material for it, which is the animated series, just 110%. Yeah, I, I think coming into this... Uh yeah, you know, I I know you were you were pretty excited about it. Well, and I everything. love ba I love Batman. I'm a Batman guy. Yeah, he's yeah. my favorite. No surprise that this season's ending on Batman. Yeah, uh, but you know, I I was excited about it. I was definitely was excited. I expected it to be nice, quick, short, fun. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was gonna be a good time, and it really was. It, it was everything I expected it. Uh, my impressions on reading it were really just that this was fun. It was very nostalgic, uh, and it was just it was cool. It was just a nice, easy thing mm -hmm. to do. So. With that being said, hit pause now. If you do not want anything spoiled for you and you want to read this book, we're both recommending that you read it. So go ahead. It's really quick. You'll be back in 20, 30 minutes. I can't wait for the people that hit pause right when you said now and then look at their screen like, okay, well, now what do I do? Yeah. Like, I, I hit pause before Mark told me what to do. We have comments of now, now what? what do I do? Um <laughs> It's just fine. We'll tell you what to do. That's what the comment section is for. Uh, so with that being said, of course, we are now officially in spoiler territory. Mm -hmm. So where would you like to start, Ricky? I want to start with what we were kind of discussing before we hit the record mm -hmm. button. You brought it up to me, and I'm yeah. going to bring it up now while we're actually hot on the microphones. That's this relation In this, the relationship between Harley Quinn and the Joker and more so her origin story. You didn't like how they, like, you You mm -hmm. said, I get it, that's Harley Quinn. Yeah. But you didn't exactly like how they did it in the book. It felt easy mm -hmm. is really what it was. And I know there's only 64 pages. You only got so much you can do. But it was like, the way Batman tells the story to, to Alfred is, yeah, Car Harley Quinn's an issue. And, and Joker's been worse since she's been around. But she's always been a bad one. And then they just go to, like, they skip to her in college, mm -hmm. or, or her in, in whatever school she's in. And, like, yeah, she was always a bad person. And they just show her with bad grades, goes into the office, has sex with a professor, and then comes out with a good grade. And that's their, she was bad, because she had sex well, with a professor? That's the thing that... Not moral, but not bad. That's the thing that, I mean, I saved it for this because uh -huh. of what I was going to bring up, which is kind of a spoiler. And if you've read to this point, it this isn't going to be news to you. This thing was humorous, mm -hmm. but it was it had some dark Easter eggs. Like, that wouldn't be an Easter egg, but that's part of it being, like, dark. Where you yeah. see Harley Quinn. I looked at the lingerie, and I kind of, like, had, uh, like, I, I felt like I was reading a nudie magazine at um, at jury duty. Because I'm, like, closing the book. Uh, trying yeah. to, I'm, like, 
I don't, I don't want people to look over and being like, what the fuck is this guy reading? Mm-hmm. Because really, you're sitting there and like people are... Luckily, I had a few chairs in between me, but I'm like, man, I don't want like this guy next to me to be looking over like, man, this guy's looking at nudie magazines while we're waiting to get called for jury. But there was a scene where she's thinking about, oh, our kids together and the kids are running around. And of course, there's like a Batmobile on fire on the floor. But up in the corner of the panel, you see kind of a like shadow. You can see two things hung with a noose. And you just see their feet, and it's blue. It's like a blue rabbit and a pink rabbit. And my first thought was, "Holy shit, that's the Tiny Toons!" Mm-hmm. So even they're adding like Warner Brothers shit to this because obviously Warner Brothers owned the yeah. rights to the animated series. But I'm like, "Holy shit, that's a dark Easter egg!" Like, yeah. If I was a kid, of course I would just look over that. Mm-hmm. But me as an adult, I'm like, "Oh my god, they killed the Tiny Toons!" Yeah, which is good. You know, kill those things. But. uh you know, it, it was interesting. I, I would have liked, I would have thought that when you're showing like the dark side of Harley Quinn before mm-hmm. she becomes Harley Quinn, something a little more than that. Like maybe she threatened a teacher into giving her a grade. That sounds like Harley Quinn to me, as opposed to just she banged the dude because she's good looking. Yeah. Um, You know, but you know, whatever. I mean, that's honestly like my one complaint that I had while reading this. Like Mm -hmm. everything else, I was like, this is awesome. This is great. No, it's a great like. And the thing with, we talked about Harley Quinn's kind of origin. You said it was easy, but the thing that you asked me, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to ask it now here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Stealing your questions and I'm Mm -hmm. flipping them back on you. Do we think that Harley Quinn and the Joker have screwed, or is the Joker holding it over her head to get what he wants? Yeah, I don't think that they have sex in this world. I really don't. Mm -hmm. The way, like, she... So, for anyone who has not read this, Harley Quinn is laying around in lingerie as... The Joker is doing his plans and, and trying to figure out how to kill the Batman. And that always fits the animated series. That's where you get the line, uh, don't you want to rev up your Harley? Yeah. And he has zero interest and he's like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they have sex. I And I actually, when you think about it that way, you're too like, the Joker has zero interest in probably any sex. I know that it's, it's boyfriend, girlfriend, mm-hmm. but it really is just a manipulation power that see, he has. See, over I, don't, I don't really see it as manipulation. Mm-hmm. I see it as it's kind of like that relationship where the the girl is like, you know what? You're too focused on your friends, man. You're way too focused on your friends. Why don't you focus more on me? Except in this case, his air quotes friend is trying to kill Batman. The Batman. Like, he is so focused on Batman and trying mm-hmm. to one-up Batman or kill Batman that he he ignores Harley because all he he's obsessed with Batman. He's obsessed with Batman. I got to kill Batman. I got to kill Batman to where it's like, fucking Harley, get away from me. Yeah. I, I always just, I've always viewed the Harley Quinn Joker relationship um, as just she, cause you got to go back to when she's a doctor. He used her to get out. He used her to get out and he used her obsession over the criminally insane. She is really into that and he manipulated that and she knew she was an easy target, knew he mm-hmm. could make her fall in love and take care of it because so, the head of arkham mm-hmm. didn't want she didn't no. want her she's like no you can't talk to him yeah because she knew what was going to happen yeah. and it did and i think then afterwards he kind of keeps that relationship going because he knows hey you are in love with me you'll do whatever i say mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to keep holding it over your head and keep saying you're not good enough yet. Yeah. You got to keep proving and, and keep impressing me and everything like that because that's all she's trying to do is impress mm-hmm. him uh, and then kill Batman because if she kills Batman, the one thing in between them is out of the way. However, it's great because in the end when she does finally, oh, I fixed the plan. If you mm-hmm. flip him, if you flip Batman upside down. The piranhas look like they're smiling. Yeah. So, so if anyone has, and then, has not read, essentially part of this plan is dipping Batman into a yeah. pool of piranhas, well, it's the, but they can't smile. But they can't smile because they look like frowns. So yeah. she says, you know what? We're going to hang Batman over it. So now to Batman, it looks like they're smiling. And the best part that I think describes the Joker perfectly is he's basically now pissed off because it's like, no, it doesn't fucking matter because you came up with it. Yeah. I need to like I need to come up with it. I need to kill Batman. Now it's you did it. You did it. You mm-hmm. killed the Batman. I didn't kill the Batman. You did it. And I, you I, did it. That's one of those those two things I like about it. I love when they when they shout out to other villains. Where mm-hmm. the first one is Joker thinking of plans like, oh, this plan is too Riddler, you know, yeah. like things like that. And the next one is he's thinking about what the Riddler will say. What uh, I think one of them was Penguin. What Penguin would say uh, when they find out that Harley. The girlfriend is the one that actually killed Batman, and it wasn't Joker. They all forget yeah. about who Joker is at that point. Yeah, or they just mock him, where it's basically like, <laughs> you needed her help, and, yeah. you're, and you're the arch nemesis of Batman. Exactly. So it's it's definitely, yeah, those are, those are the fun things that you like in it. Um, but you got to love the way that Batman, being Batman, knows how to get to his, his enemies. Mm-hmm. He says, hey... It it doesn't matter if you kill me because she did it. Well, no, not even that. He he's telling. Well, he knows that that's a thing. But when he's talking to Carly, he's like, "Joker's not here. He doesn't know that you killed me. He's mm-hmm. not going to believe you. He's got to be here." To knowing, where she then calls him and says, "Hey, you got to look at what I did." Yeah, knowing that once he gets there, he's mm-hmm. going to flip his shit and be like, "No, I'm the one who has to do it." Uh, which gives Batman enough time to really, you know, be Batman. Yeah. Essentially. And uh, I like the mention of the utility belt. She took off his belt <laughs> so he couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I took off the belt for you. Yeah. Uh, she's wishing if only she could take off the Joker's belt. Mm-hmm. But not quite. Yeah, not quite. Not quite at all. But I mean, this one, it really only revolves around those three characters, too yeah. Joker, Harley, and Batman. No Robin, no mm-hmm. Nightwing. I mean, Commissioner Gordon's kind He's of at in the at very the beginning. beginning. Uh, Alfred makes mm-hmm. an appearance really fast. Uh, yeah, but that's it. And, and it's just, it's very simple. It's very nice. It's very easy. Um, I do like that at the end, Harley's like, hey, I she she's going to Arkham. Uh, she's like, I see it now. I know what's happened. I, I'm done. I'm done with the Joker. I, I'm not into this anymore. And the, the old Arkham director, she she's like, oh, you know. Was it worth it? That type of stuff. And then finally you see the little shout out to the beginning, the rose that he's got on there, wishing her that she'll get better. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you see it in her eyes. And, and she smiles. It's the Joker smile. Yep. And it, she's in. She's still in. He's mm-hmm. still got his claws in there, his hooks in there. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got it. So, Ricky, is there anything that you would say we missed no, when talking it, about this? It feels like, like I'm looking at the time for... Mm-hmm. The timestamp, and I'm like, man, is the, there feels like there should be more, but it there's was really quick. not with this one. I mean, most graphic novel, like your basic graphic novel, is gonna be like 120, yeah. you know, 150 pages. This was 64. Yeah, this is really short. That's what I'm saying. If you just have 30 minutes to kill, 
this is a great way Not to do even, it. Not even, maybe like 20. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's really quick. It it's, really it's is. Based, like I said, it is an episode of the animated series. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, with that being said, uh, the the best time here, Ricky, what are you going to give it as a grade? I'm going to actually go twofold. I, I'll read you what I wrote down for my notes on my phone as I was reading it, and then uh-huh. I'll kind of give you my just overall what I finally think. As I read it, this was notes as I read it, I put four out of five or five out of five. And thinking about it, I think I'm leaning more towards the four out of five, only because for me a five out of five is like, boom, top five graphic novel. You have to read this. It's amazing, one of the best of all times. I don't know if this is at that level. It was just one of those ones where it's like, it was good. I had a good time. I laughed. I liked it. I didn't have anything bad to say about it. Solid four out of five. So part of me wants to go to a 3.5. Why? Like, it wasn't that bad. Because, not that it's bad, I honestly just feel I'm going to forget about it. It's a forgettable book. Okay. It's not that I didn't enjoy it because I really had a great time. I but only no, had a single complaint. But nothing there kind of stuck with you. Yeah, kind there's of nothing like, that's going to be like, yes, yeah. this is, this is, I, I can't get past that. Like a Walking Dead, like Invincible has stuff yeah. that's like morning glories that we're going to yes. get back to eventually in future seasons. I mean, even when we did the, um, oh, I can't remember what the last Batman that we read. Um, was it Hush? No, no not Hush. Batman and Son. We read Batman No, and no, Son. but after that, it was the... Um, the the asylum. Oh, Arkham like, Asylum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even that one. Like, there's stuff. Even like, I didn't really like that book that much, mm-hmm. but the art well, sticks out in my yeah. mind, and I can't forget about that art style. Great, you know, great read, fun read. Nothing just stuck out. I think you should read it because it's quick mm-hmm. uh, and it's fun. But there's definitely other Batman novels I I would suggest before it. Solid three point five. Just a just a good. Good read, for sure. So, everybody, thank you for checking out A Graphic Conversation Season 1. I hope you've watched or listened to all of the episodes of Season 1. And if you haven't, hey, they're all up. Go ahead and listen on through them. Read some good graphic novels. Yep, you can go onto mostvaluablepodcast.com and get the whole list of everything Mm -hmm. that we read. Uh, You can get them, read them too. Join in the conversation down below in the comment section. If there's anything that you want us to read... Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod and let us know. Ricky is at Ricky Widmer. I am at the Mark Weber. Don't forget those dub E's. Dub them E's, everybody. And we'll see you guys next time for season two. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Check us out on everything on Facebook, Twitter. And we'll be here for next time, guys, when we read more of the best and hopefully not the worst graphic novels. Can't wait. Guardians of the Galaxy starting off season two. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.